1: Oh, wow. You're actually wearing your hair down tonight. Yeah, because I finally decided that I love my hair. I figured out the solution for my morning frizz, midday poof, and even next day bedhead. It's Frizz E Secret Weapon Touch-Up Cream by John Frieda. Well, you and your hair look flawless. Flawless and touchable. Feel. Oh. See? It's soft, smooth ends, no flyaways, shiny. Well, I clearly need to get some because your hair looks amazing. Frizz E Secret Weapon, only from John Frieda.
0: Welcome to the East Coast Offense Podcast. This is Chris Liss, and uh, I'm talking to Dalton Del Don, Yahoo Sports, as usual. We're going to handicap these games, and uh, it doesn't matter how we do. We're still going to come back the next week and handicap them. We, we can't be fired, right? This is a two-man operation. There's, no, uh, there's really no authority here, right? I mean, no matter how bad we do, we just keep coming back another week.
1: Apparently, because it's it's has been pretty bad. This is our worst week yet for the Super Contest. One and four. No, I thought we well, were two and three. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure one and four. Okay, uh, here's who I know.
0: Okay, so I know we lost with the Ravens. That was my pick, and the Seahawks. Why would you like the Seahawks? That was the dumbest pick ever.
1: That yeah, I know no, pick. the Ravens were the lock of the year. You said they were 6 <laughs> <my> favorites, <laughs> well, and they lost outright. But okay,
0: <laughs> well, they should have lost outright. That was total garbage. But they still weren't covering, even if. If that face mask didn't happen, so I don't, you know, I'm not going to argue about that. But okay, so we lost to the Ravens, but Seattle was just outright stupid. Uh, and then we, uh, I really liked, uh, we both liked Tennessee, so that's 0 and 3. But I thought we won with the
1: Giants, right? No, we we had the Raiders and Washington. Dude, why didn't we have the Giants? Uh, we went over the picks like i mean i don't don't, you're like really truly losing it these days i don't i don't know what's going uh, the giants weren't even on our next closest one we discussed was green bay even
0: now the i was on the giants man i was on them
1: well all right well i didn't like go behind your back and make a a switch or something like i mean we 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 went over these picks before
0: you're the worst man you're really the worst
1: (laughs) You liked the Raiders
0: as well. I liked the Raiders a little bit. I liked them at two and a half, but the line was three, wasn't it, on the uh, Super Contest?
1: Yeah, it was three.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, they were, like, worthless at three. Uh, So let me ask you this. Uh, Really went one and four. That's horrible. I thought we were two and three. I mean, not that – I mean, to say we, we could have at least said, you know, the entire year we never went worse than two and three. That would have been something. But you screwed it up.
1: Yeah, well, as usual, you blame me, but your your picks have been atrocious. How'd you
0: do last week overall on your uh, staff picks?
1: I have uh, haven't had the courage to look yet. I've just been <laughs> still re- reeling from this. Um, I had the a lot in a survivor pool. I had a lot of people lose to the Packers, and I had the Bengals last uh-huh. night. So I'm just very frustrated. There would have only been two people left, fourteen hundred dollar pot, and um, I'm sorry, two other people. And I don't even like the Bengals, but I'd already used the Packers, and that was clearly the clearly the the way to go. And this that was just a disastrous game to watch at home, scoring six points. I mean, in prime time, so I had to watch, and I sat through that whole three hours. I have Jeremy Hill on multiple fantasy teams. I at NFFC. I had like DeAndre Hopkins and Jeremy Hill. I guess Hopkins was okay, but touchdown. just just still a miserable miserable experience, frustrating.
0: Uh, that's pretty bad. You know, I, I'm so out of all my survivor pulls. I don't even care. But I did write the column, and my top five of my top six choices lost, and the one that won was the Patriots, and they totally should have lost. Uh,
1: so yeah, that was bad. It was another carnage week for sure. It was it, really- No,
0: this was the worst week ever. I mean, week two was really bad, but there was no double. There was one double-digit favorite in week two. That was the Saints. They I'm won, aware. Sure. Had there, were, there were two double-digit favorites here who both lost. Right. And really like Pittsburgh – was, is kind of a fraud because you didn't know Ben was playing. So with Landry Jones, that was a way shakier. I mean, that was just dumb luck that he got hurt. I mean, I don't know even that they win that game without Roethlisberger. I know he's not worth 21 points, but the whole game goes differently. It's just a different game. And then um, other than that, it was the Panthers who I thought they were vulnerable to losing on the road. It was sort of a, a letdown game, but it wasn't. They just did their usual thing, and the Titans suck, so they won easily.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's just shameful how we've performed. Um, I don't know. It's I don't know. I guess we now. What, what are we looking for at this point? Moral victories? No, we're looking at perfect, undefeated
0: the rest of the way. I think we still money for sure.
1: <laughs> okay, right? Yeah, oh, no, I, I I believe that statement's true. If we go perfect from here on out, we probably would finish in the money
0: until we're mathematically eliminated. We got to take this seriously. It's fifteen hundred bucks, man. You know, it's it's not. If this were like a hundred bucks, I'd probably just. You know, I wouldn't. I'd maybe miss a week. You know, forget. You know, this is, we got to take this seriously. It's not over yet. We are now three games under 500. I take it, right?
1: Yeah, that sounds right. So yeah. Week
0: ten, so we got seven yeah. more weeks. Man, we'd have to go on a sick run. We wouldn't have to go undefeated, but we'd have to go. If there's seven times five is 35. We'd have to go like 33 and two or something like that. <laughs> And right, even well, that even that, right I now. don't know if that would do it. Yeah, probably would. That would do it.
1: 33 and Yeah, we're be. not talking about winning it. But we're just saying in the money.
0: Yeah, I just want to get I'm not greedy. Like if we got like 12 grand, I'd be fine with that.
1: <laughs> Says the team that's under 500 when they pick their five favorite games. So
0: Whatever, dude, it doesn't matter if we got if if these were if we just had our 10 worst weeks and these were them, but they just weren't in all, you know, it just doesn't matter what order they were. And if these were spread out over the 17 weeks, you wouldn't even think anything of it.
1: That's true. So let, let's let's write this shit. The time timeline is off.
0: You know, you just we're just oh. going to adjust the timeline and just it, it'll make a lot more sense. All right, let's do this, man. Um, I, I don't really feel that strong. Last week, I really liked a lot of the teams too. Did you know that um, twelve out of fourteen underdogs covered last week and eleven won outright?
1: Yes, I, I did know the that eleven underdogs won outright. I did know that. That's that's got to be, I mean, one of the highest ever. That's crazy.
0: Well, no, I'm sure all of them have won one week. You know, it's it's like going 16 and 0 against the spread or 14 and 0 against the spread. It's 50 50. All right, so let's uh,
1: let's go to this. You what? think that all? I guess it's I guess Why it probably not? has happened. Yeah. You know,
0: two to the 16th. Two yeah. to the 10th is 1,024. Two to the 11th is 2,000, roughly 248. Two To the
1: 12th is 4,000. Well, no, no, no. They're not 50 50 winning outright.
0: No, no, I'm, talking, I'm not talking about winning outright. I'm talking about covering.
1: Right, Everything okay. Well, covering. I'm saying winning 11 of, of I'm It's like, doing. you know,
0: I don't know, 16 or 32,000. It's like one in 32,000. Sure, sure, sure. No, no, no. But no, actually, no that does, it's, not like, 32, 000, it's not like there's been 32,000 weeks, right? Because there's only 17 weeks a year, so you're talking about 2,000 years, <laughs> right?
1: No, there's no question that that has happened against the <laughs> spread. No, it might, not you, it might not I'm asking you if you think it's happened outright. No,
0: I don't. It's definitely not happened outright. It's 100% okay. not happened outright. Okay. And I will go so far as to say it will never, ever, ever happen outright. It will not happen in the lifetime until the sun gets extinguished and the planet is gone. And even if we colonize other planets and other solar systems, I still don't think it'll happen.
1: The super volcano,
0: the super volcano, whatever. which just happens to
1: be our team name in the super contest.
0: We didn't realize that we, the super volcano was turned on itself.
1: Yeah. It did. No, that's what I'm saying. 11 well, of 14 winning outright dogs had to be up there.
0: Oh no, it has to be up there. Right. The, oh, winning outright. Absolutely. That could be yes. the highest of all time. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying that, that, Actually, I thought that, yeah, that all 16, that all 14 dogs covered. But as I'm saying, it's four, even, you know, two to the 14th is a thousand, two thousand four, there's 8,000, one in 8,000, right? So eight. Th- every 8,000 weeks, you'd, you'd expect all the dogs are all the favorites to cover. But 8,000 weeks, there's only 16 weeks in a season, 17 weeks in a season, right? right. So you're, you're you're really talking about like, I don't know, 400 years, you know, it'd be like 400 seasons before that happens. Not, it hasn't been 400 football seasons. Did you know that? There's not been I, 400 football seasons.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, it just feels like it this year. This
0: one seems like it's 400 years <laughs> yeah, long, I know. All right. I'm actually having a good fantasy year. I'm just having a bad, uh, terrible handicapping and survivor year. There's always something that goes wrong. That's the problem with being too involved in too many things. You can't – it's just never that everything goes right. The more things you take on – the more chances something's going to go horribly wrong.
1: And obviously, you remember the, the the pain hurts worse than the than the good feels. You know, it's always just you remember the the bad beats far more than than any wins. Or at least I do.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's always some like dickbag who's talking shit, you know, about my picks or something. There's always like something, you know. I can't, I can never just escape and be like, you see, I won, I won in the whole thing forever. I got this, you know. There's always somebody who's going to be like, you suck. And you really can't say anything because you do, you know, it's some aspect of what you're doing. It's just, I don't know what to do, man. I, I think like one year when I retire, I'm just going to like have two fantasy football teams, one survivor contest and like a pick and pool. And if I just, I could just do well in all of those and never think twice.
1: Yeah. Well, All right. we, we're stuck with too much. I'm, I'm sure you're in too many leagues ah. as I am. And, and but let's turn this yeah. around this week though. Let me just say one I- last
0: thing. I told you this. In baseball, I had the sickest season of my life, but I finished sixth in labor. And dumbass Derek Cardi finished fifth. And the only league of all the leagues that I, I bet him on was that one, my worst one. I had to send that dude money. And this is the year after having to send him $90 because I bet on Jerickson Profar, who didn't even get a single at bat. And he still took the money.
1: <laughs> well, can you blame him? You would have.
0: I might. I might have given him like a discount. I don't know. I might have. I, I might have. It's It's possible. All right, let's go over these stupid-ass games.
1: Well, uh, you need to treat these these spreads like you did your uh, your baseball season. And just, I don't know, what, what did you say you did differently? You did the least amount of studying and thought in, 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 in the process beforehand?
0: I'm doing almost no studying for this, except this podcast it may be the thing that's killing me. Um, but <laughs> I, I just, I'm seriously, like, you're like a curse. Um, anyway, I, I, yeah, in baseball season, what I did was I just didn't really do the deep research that I had been doing. And I just really, I mean, my strategy is really like just not to give a fuck what anyone was saying and just to take guys I just thought would be good. I it was just like, these are the guys I think will be good. And I just had like a lot of Manny Machado and a lot of, um, I mean, I picked up Correa kind of early, but I just had a lot of guys that that broke out because I just thought they would be good. Or, and Chris Davis, I had a lot of them, Prince Fielder, just guys who earned their, that I just liked and they were just good. And maybe it was just lucky, but. I won so many different leagues and, and I didn't have the same rosters. Like they're all different rosters with different players. And it was just like, why am I even reading anything? Why am I listening to any of these guys? Nobody knows anything, you know? And and i try trying to do that in football, but I, it's not working.
1: All right. Well, let's let's make it work this week.
0: All right. Let's see if we can do it. All right. We got this piece of shit game. All right. So I, I don't know if this is a good method because it's not working for me, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, I've been picking the games. I've been... Picking the lines before I look at the real line, but this week I didn't make any picks yet. I just picked the line so I thought it would be Titans plus four at Jaguars and it's only three so I just think I would take the Jaguars
1: my first instinct was Jacksonville, but then the more I thought about it, it's just that I have no idea what could I mean anything could happen in this game these division teams I mean Titans are better with their new coach and Mariota and Jacksonville I mean they're coming off a win I don't know I would, I'm just going to take the points.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, again, this is just like last week with the Jets, right? It was like, oh, the Jets only two and a half. The Jets are probably at, at least as good, if not better, and they're home and they just lost. But they had four turnovers, including a kick return. This is like the kind of year I was having. Like, I, you know, I have the Jets. It's like three nothing, it's three three. Jets. They kick off after the field goal. Devin Smith, whoever it was, was it Devin Smith. He's returning the kick. Not only does he fumble the kickoff, but it's returned for a touchdown on the kickoff. Like. What is that? I was watching. I was like, yeah, of course that happened. And then they turned it over four times. So I think the Jets were the right side in that game. It just looked like the Bills were the right side. I'm going to go with the Jags. Not that this is related, but I'm not going to be a coward like you and take the points. I'm taking the Jags.
1: Yeah, fair enough. We're not touching that one, though.
0: Yeah, no way. Uh, Okay, Rams. I thought it would be plus two and a half at the Ravens, but it's actually, what, one? Oh wait, that's like well, that's not in order. That's the order that I looked yeah, at. Yeah, you're really
1: jumping around there. Okay, it's okay. Washington, Carolina.
0: I'll, I don't want to it's too much for y'all. Let's go in order that this uh, Vegas site has. Okay. It's the Redskins plus 7 at the Panthers and that's exactly what I thought it would be.
1: Yeah, this this spread makes sense. Um I've been fading Carolina for a while and How's of that course once, once I jump on them then that's the time it will be close, but um I don't know Washington coming off such a, a dominant performance. They've really been a different team. Kirk Cousins this year on the road versus at home. So I'm just going to buy into Carolina remaining to be good. And I know they're a team that doesn't usually, you know, blow others out. But their defense is so strong. Their uh, their they're rushing attack and all that. So I'm going to reluctantly lay the points.
0: Yeah, I think I was going to take Washington. I, they're they're, they're kind of tough. You know, they they got crushed by New England. But even even so, like in that game, it wasn't. They dropped like 20 passes and. They weren't getting blown off the ball or anything. They just, it just kind of got away from them. But they didn't look soft, and I think they can probably hang. Is Deshaun Jackson? What happened to him? I thought he got hurt because I know I had him in some DFS, and then he kind of left the I game. Think he's,
1: no, I think he's fine. Yeah, I think
0: with everybody healthy, I don't know. I, I'm inclined to take Washington. I'm not strong on this one uh, at all. By the way, I just it just occurred to me. Remember we had that whole political discussion last week? Yes. You know what? Nobody said a goddamn word. I mean, some people were like, "Oh, that was interesting," but nobody like got pissed. Nobody, I didn't get anybody being like, "You socialist douchebag," or you know, any blowback from anybody. Like, I you know, I don't like hearing about that. Or nobody. Yeah, cared. the only
1: thing I saw was compliments. Surprisingly, yeah. shockingly,
0: nobody cared. I mean, it's probably because we have so few listeners that it's the, the ch- You know, most people are just indifferent. The, the few people we have are indifferent. But I thought there was – I think it's because this DFS thing is such a big deal. And then obviously something way worse, you know, the terrorist attack happens. So nobody cares about, like, petty politics stuff right at this moment, although we can talk about that later. But all right, let's move on. We got I'm sort of just, just, you know, Washington, Carolina. I'm just – I guess I'll take Washington. But just like Jacksonville, I don't feel really strong about it. But I'm definitely not going to listen to you since you –
1: Very indifferent. I'm on both those games. All
0: right. So the next one is the Raiders uh, are laying two at Detroit. And I actually picked that as Raiders laying two at Detroit, believe it or not. That's kind of a good call, right? I mean, I may not be getting the picks right, but I'm getting the lines right.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's actually, that's obviously a kind of a random line that's what to I mean. too. And um, Projects is a really high-scoring game. I've been... The Colts and, and the Raiders are the two teams I just see me... I said the Panthers, but really, whatever I, I fade the Raiders, they win. And then when I back them last week in the Super Contest, you know, they get blown out at home. But... I'm going to go back to that well. Uh, Detroit, yeah, big upset win in Lambeau, first time since 1991 or whatever, but they didn't really seemingly play, play that well. I thought it was just more so whatever's wrong with Green Bay's offense than anything else. So I think Derek Carr is going to light them up. And um, you look at the fantasy starters, man, yeah, Derek Carr is probably a top five starter this week, and both the receivers are probably top 12. I think they're going to put up a lot of points, and I'm going to lay, lay the, the two.
0: Yeah, I think I was going to take the Raiders. I don't know. I, I, I'm i sort of on the fence here. I, I do think that Green Bay is a mess, and it's not Detroit that played so great. But I think the, the corner uh, was a Darius Slay actually played pretty well um, the last few weeks. And so Cooper may not have a great matchup. And Latavius Murray just hasn't really gotten going. Like You'd you think like, on a good team, that guy would be a monster.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, no team in the NFL in recent history has had a worse rushing attack than this Detroit team, though.
0: Yeah, no, Detroit's rushing is terrible. But I'm saying Oakland. Uh, I'm just, I just weird how Murray has just not been very good.
1: Yeah, he seems like one of those guys who's been unlucky in the touchdown department. But no, you're right. If you, you know, he looked like a beast even on a bad team when he briefly played like last year, and now all of a sudden, all the parts around him have really, really improved, and yet he hasn't really, you know, emerged as some some star.
0: Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I I can't commit to this game. I I just I don't know. I, my like my my guts are Detroit, but they're such a they're such garbage, you know. But uh-huh. Oakland on the road, I don't love that much. I don't know. I'm just gonna I'll pass for now. I'm gonna have to write about it in the column tomorrow. But we're definitely not using it, so it doesn't matter.
1: No, you know, Alden I, Smith for whatever for whatever that means.
0: Yeah, that that doesn't mean that much to me. Um, okay.
1: I mean, you saw he suspended a year, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I got suspended. Okay. I mean, of course, I mean it's so funny that like Greg Hardy and Alden Smith are in the league, and Josh Gordon is like suspended for like drinking four beers It's like so it's just so sad it's so like pathetic that whole situation it's amazing um, all right let's go on to uh Dallas, and I got this one right too uh oh no i I had it right and then I switched it, and I got it wrong but i was it was a pick'em Dallas is pick'em at Miami uh i I think I know who I like, but Go ahead. You go first.
1: These are these are all right, seemingly tight lines, in my opinion. They're nothing that I just don't really see value-wise, but not, not that when I see that do I take advantage of it or, or correct in my assessment of it. But I am a just – I think I'm going to be the sucker to take the road team here. I think Tony Romo, Cowboys – I mean, I'm not going to say something like they're due for a win, but Romo is such a difference. He is easily one of the best players in the NFL. They have Des Bryant back. Um, so I'm just going to take Dallas, and I expect it to be a very close game.
0: Yeah, I I think I had Dallas too. I, I thought it was a pick, and I said no, it's going to be Dallas minus one and a half. They're just remember Dallas was 12 and four last
1: year. Yes, uh, I, and, yeah,
0: and, and like their D, well, they lost Sean Lee, so they may not be quite as good. But their D is like just average to a little below average. They're not terrible, uh, but the offense
1: surprisingly really good against the pass, but d- definitely beatable against the run. I could see Lamar Miller having a big game.
0: Yeah, although Miller's been really doing it through the air mostly. That uh, Jai guy who who you got in League of Leagues, who's now, I was bitching about it. I was like, you should have got Devontae Parker. What are you doing? And now that guy might end up being a good keeper for next year.
1: Yeah, there's there's no way. (laughs) I hate to break it to you, but the roster is way too small to. to Oh right, right. You You
0: never held on to him, right? Of course.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I got him for like a dollar too, so there was no like like a
0: big waste, right? Yeah, Yeah.
1: but but you're absolutely in hindsight. I wish I could have done anything to. He looks like yeah, Miller would have go down. It'd be like he looks like he could be a stud. Top ten back, yeah. Yeah.
0: If Miller went down, top well, top ten doesn't mean anything. If there's like top three, and then there's like four through fifteen are all the
1: same, right. By the way, we won last week and are now in, you gave me a hard time, but we're in the playoff picture. We are in the playoffs if the I season ended now.
0: Stay that way. You know, I saw Jonas right. I just looked today and I saw Jonas behind us. Um, and, you know, Cousin Sal, I mean, I hope his basketball team sucks because we can't lose to that dude.
1: Uh, it's pretty, I actually would be appreciated if he, if he won. I mean, that would be a funny guy to win. But, um, you know, at, at the last second, I asked for your opinion too. So I can't, you know, you always like to blame me and that's fine. I'll take it. But, we switched I switched out Matt Jones for Thomas Rawls. Well, no, no. First,
0: we slipped, switched out uh, Ronnie Hillman for Matt Jones, which I said yes. Right, and then you decided to push it. Right, we I had it asked, settled. You know, Lynch looked
1: like he was out. You know, I mean,
0: but that was actually dumb because we knew we had Jones going against the Saints and he was going to get some work, and we just had no idea about Lynch. We had no idea of Rawls Lynch.
1: Right. Well, obviously, dumb in hindsight. But we withstood that and still got the victory, and that that team's pretty good. Speaking of uh, decent keeper guys, I mean, Matt Jones, I mean, he could be, you know, next year. He could be very valuable. What about Rawls, too? I mean,
0: how long is he going to keep going for?
1: Right. Exactly. All right.
0: Yeah, it's our receivers that are weak, ironically.
1: Now, Calvin, Julio Jones, and T.Y. Hilton.
0: I mean, T.Y. is pretty much toast without luck. I mean, he's going to be – what is he going to do with Matt Hasselbeck? And then you got – Calvin, who's just washed up on a terrible yeah. team. And then Julio, if you take away, like, his first three games where he looked like Jerry Rice at his peak, hes just been, he's been fine. But he, it's not like he's done anything special.
1: No, you're right. Gurley and Blunt are probably our I mean, <laughs> are running back. The, uh, it's funny. That's the position we punted at the draft table is, is yeah, quietly right. our strength. Yeah. I
0: mean, I mean think about it. If you think about, it, like, Julio Jones, if you take out the first three weeks, he's like Brandon Marshall maybe, you know? Yeah. Like, he's just – He's good, but he's not really – I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I don't, don't know, know what happened
1: to Matt Ryan. That's... No, I don't either.
0: Why that? And, and speaking of which, so we're both taking Dallas, right? Yeah. I don't feel strongly about it, though. Me neither. Miami kind of – they've sucked at home for a couple of years. I don't know why they don't have a better home field advantage. And Dallas doesn't have a home field advantage either. So sort of like Dallas-Miami, like, you almost want to take the road team because the, the home road thing that's priced in is worthless.
1: Right. Yeah, that's a good call.
0: All right, we'll take Dallas. Maybe we'll use them because it's not like we're going to find five, you know, obvious locks here. All right, so uh, Indy plus six in Atlanta. This is just such an interesting game because Atlanta has been so horrible. Their last game that we saw them play before the bye, they basically, the coach just gifted away a loss in against the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> and then before that, they lost at home to Tampa. And then before that, they barely beat Tennessee. With Wizenpont as the coach, and before that they were, you know, they won in overtime against Washington. So this team is terrible. And then Indy was mediocre with Andrew Luck, and of course they're undefeated with Hasselbeck. But I mean, come on, let's be real. Hasselbeck, he's like forty years old.
1: Yeah, but he, he looked okay, actually. And then one way of looking at it is he might be safer and commit less turnovers than Luck was doing. But I'm not laying six points by this Atlanta team. I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, whatever. Our, our record with the Colts this year has been abysmal, and I'm sure I'll lose again. But And this line has moved, apparently opened at four all the way up till six. So no, no thanks laying this Atlanta team. I don't, Matt Ryan hasn't thrown for more than multiple touchdowns this season yet, and he has Julio Jones. So I'm taking the points.
0: Well, here's the other thing is that Atlanta is so top-heavy and Devontae Davis is going to check Julio Jones. So if he slows him down, there's nothing else. And Devonta Freeman's a great fantasy back, but he's not someone who scares you when you're like thinking about covering the spread. It's like, uh-oh, well, Devonta Freeman will do – what is he going to do? Yeah, gonna Tammy
1: will probably have like 10 catches for 90 yards or something.
0: Yeah, but Indy sucks. I mean, without luck, <laughs> they're, they're nothing. They can't run. They're, they're not going to get the ball down the field with Hasselbeck. They probably won't get it to Moncrief enough. They're going to start throwing to Andre Johnson because Hasselbeck, his last memory of playing in a real competitive game, Andre Johnson was a great receiver at that point.
1: And well, he's already thrown, He's already connected with him for two touchdowns this year. I know. <laughs> well, it was
0: in that uh, terrible Thursday night game. I, I don't know. I've got to think about this. I can't. I'm inclined to go Atlanta, but I, I hear you, man. They're, they're terrible. Um, all right, St. Louis plus two at Baltimore. Yeah, I, I predicted uh, this line would be, what did I predict? the, the Oh, I thought it would be four and a half. I didn't think it would be six. I guess it started at four, so I wasn't too far off. And then Yeah,
1: that's close. You're within a point and a half, in but, and that's not even a key number that's, either. Yeah,
0: that's sort of a, okay, so St. Louis at Baltimore, I thought would be two and a half, and the real line is two. Um, and I've been going with Baltimore every week, and they don't cover it, ever. They never cover. I mean, I, I swear, I, my record of I just not ever taking the Ravens, I'd be doing a lot – I would still be doing badly, but I'd be doing a lot better. So I, it's, it's hard for me to, to – uh, I, I want to take the Ravens, but I just uh, – it's hard for me to stick with it. But I, I do want to take them.
1: Yeah, I'm leaning toward the Ravens here. Um, the one – their huge weakness is a secondary, and I just don't see St. Louis uh, taking advantage of that at all. If there's one team that couldn't – although Case Keenum maybe attacks deeper than, than Foles, certainly can't do it less. So maybe I'm wrong there, but but Keenum also could commit a few more turnovers as well. So I'm just going to take take the home team, Baltimore. But it's one once again another one that don't feel strongly about. There's a lot of spreads with the you know pick them one two points this week. It seems like
0: yeah, you know it's funny when Case Keenum had a horrible game last year. I can't remember. I think it was for the Texans in some capacity. It was just great because we could be like Case closed or cold case or <laughs> there's so many great uh, there, there's so many great puns to be made. With that, so on that basis, I think I'm going to take Baltimore. Just, 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 just on that up, basis, yeah, so that I could say something funny on the radio, on Monday, or something that Jeff and I crack up about, and probably nobody else thinks is funny. The uh, uh, here's the thing: Baltimore's pass defense actually played pretty well against Bortles last week, and I don't think Baltimore's yes. pass D was as bad as it as it seemed. I think that they had this horrible schedule and. They were just kind of out of sorts, and their D actually played well.
1: And yes, coming out of its bye. No, I, I thought Bortles would, would have a much bigger game last week.
0: Yeah, I, I felt pretty like this was going to happen. Now, I, don't, I saw some of that game. I mean, they're still a work in progress getting Givens and Aiken and, you know, and uh, what's his name, Gilmore involved. I mean, you know, who knows with the offense. That's kind of the problem. And Forsett sucks. He must yeah. have had a great offensive line last year because he sucks.
1: So, well, it's always something of a risk banking on a career year from a 29-year-old running back. Let's just yeah, remember that I when know, it happens next. I want to so. know
0: part of him. I, I, uh, uh, there are a lot of people who are on him, but I wasn't one of them. Uh, so I, I'm going to take Baltimore, I think, and lay the lay the wood.
1: All right. Yeah, me too.
0: All right. And then we got the Jets uh, at Houston. This one's a little murky because I don't think that they know Hoyer's status. But uh, right now, it's I thought it would be the Jets plus three, but now with Hoyer sort of questionable, it's Jets minus two and a half. So that, that's weird because it's almost like he won't – it's almost like a, presuming he's not going to play.
1: And that, and that matters, by the way. It's, I mean, I know he's been more so like a, maybe more of a fantasy guy than a real life. But actually, you know, his, his QB rating 92.9, 13 touchdowns, four interceptions, and one of them was on the Hail Mary at the end of half against Cincinnati. By the way, that I mean,
0: throw, did you see that throw?
1: It was a, a laser, yeah, a cannon howitzer.
0: Dude, he threw that like 70 yards in the air. I, w- I couldn't believe what a good throw that was.
1: Yeah, no, it it was it was it was.
0: Who knows? I mean, you know, it's like these these no name pros. They're still like ridiculous. That's what you you're reminded. Like that guy's got a sick arm.
1: Yes, absolutely. If thirteen touchdowns, just three interceptions. I mean, that's that's how far do you think you could throw
0: a ball? Like, if you we went out to a football field right now, where would you have to stand on the field to get it on a fly to the end zone?
1: I got a weak arm. Um, Not. Jeez, I don't know, forty yards.
0: Oh, that's pathetic. <laughs>
1: yeah, probably.
0: <gasps> I, th- I mean, I'm pretty sure. I don't want to lie. I don't want to make this. I I'm pretty I sure pull, pull 50 I yards threw it off. from the forty, like my the own forty five, threw it fifty five in the air and hit like the you know, barely hit the goal line. I'm pretty sure I did that. I, I don't want to lie. So I don't. Fifty
1: five is pretty far. I've watched back in the day before the Pro Bowl. They had those things where the quarter the quarterback contest. Yeah. And I don't know, like, most of those guys would only throw it around 60. I mean, what what would it be? I would, would like, take a three-step
0: running start, you know what I mean, and, and like, really, you know, lean into it. You know what I mean? I was – and it was, like, a high pop. You know, it wasn't, like, a a nice throw. It was just, like, a – you know, just maximizing distance.
1: Right. Like, 55. Yeah. I'll take the under. I'll take the under on your – Right now. I
0: I think I would be able to do 50 right now. 55, we'll see. We should do that. We should have some – competitions like that. All right. Uh, I mean, I would bet you right now that I could do 50.
1: Yeah. That, no, that's probably about right. Right.
0: I mean, he did 70 and he didn't get to do a running start. He just took one step and launched. Yeah, that 70. was, that was, sick. And it wasn't was like 70 feet in the air. It was a nice, like, you know, a nice arcing. It was like, it was a nice throw. All right. So uh, jets, all that said, jets minus two and a half at Houston. I just can't touch this. game. I mean, who would ever bet this game not knowing who the QB is going to be?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. That matters quite a bit. And, uh, well, uh, you could say the same about the Jets as well. I mean, Fitzpatrick's coming off thumb surgery. Yeah, but know, I think
0: they it, did it after the Thursday night game to get him oh, ready for I, I
1: know that they want and, and they plan on him, but, I mean, there was other reports saying there, well, we're, we're confident in Geno Smith. I mean, that's, that's not a guarantee is what I'm saying. But um, Houston, you know that they have allowed zero touchdowns their last ten quarters?
0: Well, Four of them were against the Titans, so I'd sort of that's. And then it was I, the Mettenberger Titans, was it, was it not? Um, that
1: might be. Yeah. That might be. They. They. I don't know how much you want to credit them versus, uh, you know, giving Andy Dalton a hard time. I don't know who you want to give more credit to on that Monday night game. But um, the Dolan Jets was, are – go ahead. Uh, Dalton
0: missed some throws and Eifert made some drops, but yeah, the defense uh, was pretty good. I mean, it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I thought it played pretty well too. Um, But the Jets are seemingly the better team. They have been most of the year. They have the offensive uh, weapons on the outside. So I'm just, again, taking the team that's slightly better with that, you know, points less than a field goal. Probably the sucker side, but I I would lean toward the Jets. I have no idea.
0: I I just, I can't, I mean, I can't, if if Horace playing, I think I'd take the Texans at home getting two and a half. He's not playing. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. But I guess if, if Hoyer's playing, that line goes back to pick or something, right? I mean, I, I had it when I looked originally. Yeah, actually, right. This is what it said on the thing. I thought it was Jets plus three, and it was Jets minus two and a half. But I forgot that Hoyer was hurt when I made, when I made my line. If yeah, no, If Hoyer's playing, i definitely take the points. It's not even a question.
1: Yeah, no. That's fine. It's, a, it's, a short,
0: it's a short week, too, for him to get back from that concussion.
1: Yeah, really weird. Like, he, no one really knew what happened at the time, and suddenly he's walking back in the locker room, and then he doesn't even come out at all. I mean, that was that was a weird circumstance.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, this is just a really useless um, podcast because we're we're bar- we, we're barely picking any games with any sort of.
1: We have two more games coming up. That's one point or less, too. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. One point or fewer, I should say. Right. Um, all
0: right. Let's go to Green Bay, uh, and this is again a pick'em um, at Minnesota. And it's funny because I thought it was going to be Packers plus three. (laughs) I just thought, okay. I mean, we don't know what the deal is with Green Bay, but the Vikings, maybe they're winning, they're getting lucky or whatever, but they keep passing every test. And I thought it would just be like these are roughly equal as far as we can tell. One's on the way down, one's on the way up.
1: Yeah, and it's, you know, the advanced sites all – really discredit Minnesota kind of consider them a fraud and they kind of don't really pass the eye test as well. I mean, you'd like to see a team that can pass the football or score some touchdowns, but they they haven't been doing either of those very well, but obviously green Bay, something's wrong. I mean, you could give them a pass with those two losses in Denver and in Carolina, but then at home against the lions. Wow. I mean, something was just fundamentally wrong there, but I'll again be the sucker, take the road team, and I think it's better. Can you imagine? I mean, you would not have thought this spread. And what would have had to have taken, uh, you know, other than uh, Aaron Rodgers' injury for this to be a pick'em a uh, month ago? Yeah, you know,
0: I mean, or, but this isn't that – I mean, this is the crazy thing. Is it not really because Green Bay is on the road and it's a pick'em. If we were in Lambeau and it we were a pick'em, that would be something shocking. This is still Minnesota plus six at Green Bay, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's a pretty big line. I mean, Minnesota's what, like seven and two? Or, they're seven yeah,
1: and two. Yeah, four and oh at home.
0: Yeah, and they're seven and two overall. So if they're going to Green Bay, the seven and two Minnesota Vikings, what are they supposed to be eight point underdogs? Nine, ten? They're supposed to be six. So this is the same thing as six in Green Bay, zero in Minnesota. No, I'm, it makes sense now. I'm not surprised no, about this. No, it doesn't spread. make sense now. Is this what I'm saying? Is that a month ago, if you were like, yeah, a month from now, Minnesota would be plus six in Green Bay, which is the, what this is basically, you'd be like, that's not that crazy. Right? All right. All right. So are you going to take the Vikings? What? I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, Green Bay is still being priced as a better team than Minnesota. Like, that, this right. team, like, they're three points better on a neutral field. Like, they are going straight by the, uh, by the advanced stats. Vegas does not care about results. They don't care about the record. They're looking straight at the advanced stats, and they're saying, you know what? Minnesota is worse than Green Bay. I don't care what's happened in the last few weeks. I don't care how bad Green Bay's looked.
1: Well, and even this goes against my pick, but they're also a more public team. So they're getting, you know, they're getting priced in a little, I bet, too. I would imagine the public's backing the
0: public's on Minnesota because Minnesota has been winning, 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 covering every week. And Green Bay has just been embarrassed.
1: Yeah, I guess it's three in a row. Yeah, one team's won five in a row. The other's lost three in a row. So yeah, I would
0: probably take Green Bay just to be contrarian. But this I mean, this line is not really punishing Green Bay for their failures. It's just ignoring them pretty much.
1: Yeah, I still. I mean, barring Aaron Rodgers hurt a lot more than let on, I still believe in them bouncing back.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think he's hurt. I just think there's. I mean, do you realize Devonta Adams had 21 targets for 73 uh, yards?
1: I do realize. Yes,
0: that's not even good for a running back.
1: yeah uh, it's unheard of. Yeah,
0: from Aaron Rodgers. You know, you know how valuable 21 Aaron Rodgers targets are. Those are worth nine a pop typically, right? You should oh, yeah. at least you should get about 200 yards out of that.
1: Okay, so here's a question: Like, if you asked, yeah, so if he was just if you if you had the receiver that would get 21 targets from Aaron Rodgers, how many? Against you know, the Lions,
0: would, against would like you, the worst pass defense in the league, one of the worst.
1: Would you take that at player to the field
0: for like the best receiving day of the year? <laughs> of the week, of the week. No, because there's always somebody who can go off, but it wouldn't be crazy. I, I mean, mean,
1: 21 targets. I would take home. it
0: over anybody else.
1: Right, of course that, no, no, yes. no, But, I
0: mean, if you were like, okay, it's going to be Antonio Brown at home against a crappy defense versus some receiver from Aaron Rodgers getting 21 targets at home against the Lions, yeah, yeah. I'd probably take the receiver. Right,
1: right. fair point. Yeah, it feels probably too much. But, um, but he yeah, would def- be the number one ranked oh, receiver,
0: whoever it was. He'd be like, that's right. the number one ranked receiver. Right. But now we know the number one ranked receiver is whoever's playing against the Saints. You know, the yes. number one receiver on the team that's playing the Saints. That's the number one receiver in football. Although they did fire Rob Ryan, so who knows? Uh, it was actually really funny because Payne. You know, there's some rumor that Rex is going to hire him, and Kevin Payne is like, "Please no." Bill's yes,
1: that would be yeah. I'd no, th- would Ryan you pay 20
0: bucks is... for that hire? I'd pay 20 bucks for that to happen.
1: Oh, just to see it? Sure, yeah, I'd, I'm I'm in. Right. I'd contribute 20.
0: <laughs> Let's take a collection up. Yeah, see if we can get, get that make that happen. All right, Tampa at uh, so I guess we're going Green Bay, but very lukewarm. Tampa. Uh, but I hate. I'm sick of those algorithm guys. You know, I'm sick of those advanced stats dorks. You know, like it's like Vegas really goes by that though. They're, that's really like they they don't mess with the uh, they don't mess with those advanced stats dorks too much. They set the lines very close to them a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, at some point you need to pass the ball, right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you were down on Bridgewater entering the year. I mean, I know it, it's not it's it's simplistic view, but. Man, if you can't, there's some threshold in order to be, you know, a team that's going like to win a playoff game or something. I just I just don't see it with this Minnesota team.
0: Yeah. All right. So Tampa is, here we go. Here's a real line. Tampa is plus six, five and a half, six. Go five and a half at Philly. Now, I thought this line was going to be, where did I even do this line? It's got, oh, here we go. I thought it was going to be seven and a half. Maybe because I'm just so unrealistically bullish on uh, Philly but it's only five and a half. Who do you like here?
1: Um, I'm actually going to go with the team you usually pick every week, Uh, Philadelphia here. I I looked at my – I did my weekly ranks today and ended up going with Philly as like my number five defense. Um, I actually like if it's – even if it's Sanchez, is a decent play. I mean, Tampa Bay's defense has struggled. Winston has really limited the turnovers lately, but he hasn't really produced a lot of touchdowns, and and I don't see them running the ball effectively in Philly either. So I'm going to lay the wood.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, Tampa is so thin. I mean, they have no receivers outside of Mike Evans. It's Ferry and Jenkins. Who knows when he's ever going to come back? And Doug Martin is just not that good. He's no. not one of those guys that's going to, like, make it happen on his own. And Philly's run D is really solid. And, you know, Tampa's D was going to have to play a really good game to keep this close. I agree. I'm going to lay the points,
1: too. Yeah, and kind of buying low, selling high, that stuff. I know it's just one game or whatever, but... Right
0: sell Tampa off a win by Philly. Philly's just so stupid the way they lost that game. I mean, it was just embarrassing. Yes. They missed a chip shot. They got a punt blocked. It was just like, come on. Sanchez, throws that horrible pick. Yeah, Sanchez, I, I'm, I'm going to pick him up in some fan, in some leagues where I have Eli on by. All right, we got Denver.
1: Yeah, uh, that's concluding League of Leagues. You only have Eli, by the way. And he he's he's our my number one quarterback available. That's why I went after.
0: Yeah, I kind of like... Um, who was it that I like? There's one other guy. Oh, um, Mariota
1: this week too. Yeah, I don't. He wasn't available. Okay. I don't think.
0: All right, uh, Denver uh, is now. This is the minus one pick. I guess it's Denver's now plus one uh, in Chicago, and I think this is a strange, a stranger line than Green Bay from a month ago.
1: Well, I absolutely agree there. Yeah, you're talking about a team with a losing record is favored against a team that's seven and two. I mean that's that's right. That's, that's, right. that's pretty unheard of, I would imagine. I and mean as of
0: a month ago, you know, Denver's D was all world. I knew Denver's D was exaggerated. They're good, but they're not that good.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, last week they played without uh Tlaib and, and Demarcus Ware, but no, they definitely have taken a step back. Um and
0: Well it's because Green Bay was a fraud. Like they beat they beat up on Green Bay and it was like, Holy crap, Denver's D like that's the sickest thing ever. And then you realize Green Bay the Lions D did the same thing.
1: Right. Although the Green Bay was able to move the ball late in the fourth quarter against Carolina. But all those you always take with a grain of salt, too, because Carolina was probably playing halfway and you and know, looked like they had that one. I, and that's kind of when Green Bay put up a lot of their stats last week, sadly, against De- Detroit is on those final drives. So they've actually really looked bad when you, when you put it in context like that. By the like way, uh,
0: you know, Pianowski and Southfield, they're always saying how prevent usually works. You only know at the times it doesn't. But like, I just don't agree with that. If you're destroying a team all game, Why would you switch up your defense when you're up three touchdowns? I mean, I understand that like they could throw a deep ball against you, I guess like the way that you've been playing it rather than putting people way back, but like you're up by two touchdowns or three touchdowns. They haven't moved the ball at all. Why would you shift to an easier defense for them to move the ball?
1: Yeah. And the other argument is it takes a little bit you know, more time if you're making sure everything's in front of you, but, but I totally agree with you. I agree.
0: I, I just, I don't understand. And. They say, well, you know, those times when they make the three-touchdown comeback, it's actually much more rare than you think, and usually the team fails. And, and maybe that's true, but I just – just play until they solve it. You know, if they solve it, then you can go to prevent. Yeah, and on the
1: flip it. side, is it also why doesn't an offense come out a hurry up and act like they need – you know, they need to describe? I mean, it's also – it's two-sided there, and I just feel like offenses should, should run, you know, with a little bit more urgency even when it – you know, they're not inside two minutes. Just play like
0: you're playing the Patriots and there's 2 minutes left, you know? I mean just play like you got to score. Play like you mean it. It's like those box I mean talking about it, it's like a boxing match where there's, you know, dancing around for 6 rounds. Just fucking come out and kill be like Tyson. Come out to kill the guy, you know? It's just that's it. Knock him out. Anyway, sometimes they do, you know, I understand the running games like body blows and then you eventually knock him out in the third quarter or something, but most you know, these, nobody establishes the running game. How how many games this year? And this is interesting have you seen a team just run the ball with success consistently? I can't even like remember any.
1: Mm, yeah, no, that's, yeah. Not,
0: You'll see I someone can't. break a big run every now and then, but like, there's none of that Terrell Davis-Emmett Smith situation where every play is just eight yards, seven yards, five yards. I, I just I can't remember. I can't remember seeing that.
1: No, you're right. I mean, Carolina is, I think, the closest thing kind of that we have to that these days, but um, a lot of that's Cam Newton, too, so... No, I mean, even the better teams, Cincinnati can't run the ball, Jeremy Hill. I mean, Chris Johnson's been okay for Arizona, but, like, New England, you know, they're not really pounding it. So, obviously, Green Bay hasn't been able to run the ball at all. Denver hasn't been able to run the ball at all. So, even the teams with the best records, it's it's an afterthought.
0: Yeah, the Giants, I mean, they're 5-5 and they They're in first place. They can't run the ball. If, if you look at it, like... I remember that, that game with Jonas Gray where they ran for 200 yards and four touchdowns. New England did that. It was like one play after another of just getting like seven yards every play. But that just doesn't really happen anymore. So it's like, why even Bob, there are no body blows. You know, it just, the the only team that really does it is Philly. And it's not because they're hitting them. It's because they're just moving so fast They They wear them out. Anyway.
1: Yeah. So. I like I like Chicago here, um, and I I would have liked it even more. Sadly, if if man, there's just such an unknown with Osweiler. I mean, I don't, I couldn't. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I watched a bunch of college tape or something know how he's going to be. It probably will play better than last week, given that he has a whole week of the first team reps. Although Manning didn't practice a ton last week either. Um, but Chicago's played so so much better recently. I mean. It's funny that the Niners basically this was their coaching staff was uh, they they had like the third and final interview with Adam Gase for offensive coordinator, and they they did something to piss him off at the, the final one, and he took Vic Fangio with him. I mean that was the Niners defensive coordinator last few years, so Chicago has both the guys that the Niners gave up, and they have a joke of a coaching staff now, and the Bears with with Cutler playing some of the best of his career and Langford looking. Awesome. And I guess Jeffrey's not totally healthy, which is a bit of a problem, but um, I, it's funny that we, we, we made fun of the spread, but I think it's rightfully so. And I'm taking Chicago.
0: Yeah, I'll take them too. I think people are going to jump on Denver on this and you know, yeah, I wish Peyton were playing. That'd be easy. That's easy money. Uh, But um, we were joking that that horror throw was a par two for Peyton. He said, he's I saw to, you say that yeah. to the 30 and pick it up and throw it again. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I'm taking Chicago too. what's so odd is like, they don't have Forte. Um, they, you know, they're Cutler, Cutler should go to the pro bowl. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of who's better than Cutler in the NFC this year. I mean, I guess Rodgers, but he's been terrible lately, but yeah, you know, Rogers, Cutler. Well, oh, Palmer, Palmer and Palmer, Palmer's uh, yeah. He's like borderline MVP. So yeah,
1: absolutely. He is. Yeah. But those
0: would be my three, you know, and, and I wouldn't put breeze in there and I wouldn't put Wilson in there.
1: Oh, Cam, 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 Cam's got to go in there.
0: (laughs) I think, well, it's Cutler or Rodgers for the last cut.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Anyway. Not Matt Ryan, I'll tell you that much.
0: No, Matt Ryan sucks. And Eli's been okay, but he doesn't belong in the Pro Bowl. He's been
1: good, actually. What about uh, Kaepernick? Is he in the conversation? Yeah, he's in the conversation. Uh, You're going to leave him out, though. Yeah,
0: he's in the conversation. He's in the conversation for who smokes the biggest bong hit before playing an NFL football game. All right. Uh, Cincinnati, uh, plus four. At Wait, Arizona. Hold on.
1: You want to use, you want to check mark that one too? Uh,
0: let's question mark it. I mean, okay. So okay. the only ones we even remotely kind of like are Baltimore and Chicago, right? Oh, and Philly, Baltimore, Philly, and Chicago.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And possibly Green Bay. Yeah. All right. Cincinnati plus four at Arizona.
1: Yeah, well, just to, so it's clear to the listeners, uh, we're jumping around on the time a little because the Vegas Insider site still lists this ahead of the other games, but this was flexed into the the um, Sunday night game. Okay,
0: let's skip it then. Let's let's move it. Let's move it back.
1: Okay, because it used to be. It was going Who to cares? be, I believe, no, no Kansas City San Diego is what it was going to be. It was going to be what? Kansas City San Diego.
0: Yeah, which is a terrible game that nobody wants to watch. Uh, but you know what? Nobody can follow this what we're doing anyway. But let's just we'll, we'll just skip it. We'll come back to it. Okay, San Francisco at Seattle. I don't know why you, you're so – it's like you got traumatized by Seattle the last few years. You thought they were <laughs> – can't believe you picked them last week as your best bet. That was terrible. Uh, but San Francisco plus 12 and a half. I thought it would be 13, and I bet it may get there yet.
1: Um, well, you can totally talk me out of this. Um, that's, that's fine. But I, I like them a lot again. Seattle? Yeah.
0: You think this is just like – I mean, they're D. I was playing DFS. I know you guys can't play uh, the other sites, but – uh, they're like the most expensive or the second most or the most expensive D on FanDuel and I was like like this is so chalky, like seventy percent of people have them and really like you should just fade because if they just score like nine points, which could easily happen, even if they shut them out, you know, or even if they get like you know, they win twenty seven to three, they may not get a defensive touchdown. Um I was like I almost just can't not use them at home against Gabbard. I was like I just almost I felt like I, I was forced to use them, even though I know game theory wise it's not a good play. Anyway, I, I guess I you know everybody's going to be on Seattle. Well, maybe not. They lost at home to Arizona. San Francisco, their last game, they won. Yeah, I guess I'll take Seattle. I think I'm with you.
1: Yeah, after giving up 39 points on in a primetime game that everyone saw. But maybe it's because uh, they
0: suck. You know, like they're just not that good. I mean, I know Palmer's
1: great. Well, they're, they're they're definitely Seattle is, is is clearly. I mean, I overrated them. I was surprised that they gave up that many. But I mean, it's not shocking that they. You know, loss, but how it happened was—I mean, they're clearly not nearly the team they had been the last, you know, three or four years. Uh, but uh, you know, they're whatever—they're giving up 6.9 ypa this year, just nine touchdowns through the air, second fewest in the NFL. So it's not like it's not like they've totally fallen off or something. I mean, in, in Seattle, Blaine Gabbert—I mean, this is—you're right, this is the team that's owned San Francisco in the past, and maybe I'm overrating that, and, and maybe that's not an indication of of the future events. But I mean, they—you know—they just about a month ago, traveled to San Francisco. I was at this game on Thursday night and on the road, won 20 to three. And if anything, it wasn't even that close. Like they, they really seem to own this 49ers offense. And and now we're talking Blaine Gabbert, no Carlos Hyde, a banged up Anquan Bolden. Uh, I mean, this seems just like the tailor-made game for a, a team like Seattle to get right at home. And, and I already said this, but the over under on Niner touchdowns to me this week is 0.5. Of course.
0: I mean, how and I would be- take the under. Yeah, I mean it can't be more than .5, right? Because they're not getting two <laughs> on offense, they're not. Maybe they could get a defensive touchdown maybe. I guess I'll take I'll take Seattle. It's just so it's just like taking Green Bay last week though. Everybody's going to be on Seattle. I I just think this line would have to go up to like 16 before people start changing their minds.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like
0: like what at what point would you take San Francisco around 16?
1: Yeah, yeah, you would definitely have to be past the fourteen mark. So, right. yeah, sixteen
0: ish. Okay. It's, it's funny that it's held it's held its ground at twelve and a half. All right, now we get KC at San Diego. Um, it's plus three. KC plus three at San Diego. Sorry, KC minus three at San Diego. Yes, ah, uh, that's what happened. I I got I read that wrong. I had um, I thought the the Chiefs would be plus one and a half, but they're minus three. I mean, I. I hate the chargers. I mean, they're, they're just terrible. They're, they're a horrible defense and, you know, rivers throws for a lot of yards, but they're, he's just makes mistakes and they, they don't do well in the red zone, but I think I got to take the home dog.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're talking, I mean, I can see why the spread is this because the chargers have lost five in a row and the chiefs have won three in a row and they
0: just beat Denver in Denver. They kicked the crap out of them.
1: Exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, but having said that, yeah, my original instinct looking at this spread is just like this was actually one of the easiest for me to pick for whatever that's worth. It's just like, no, I mean they're on the road. But I always remember, liked, San
0: Diego's home field is like negligible.
1: Th- yeah, that that well, that's definitely true. But it, it it's not that like Kansas City is at home either, though. So I mean, yeah, maybe you're uh, you're right. I wonder how quantifiable that is. I mean, this, is this like was
0: almost the, a neutral field, is what I'm saying. Sure, there, sure. there are fans. Are the worst. No, I know
1: they had to go to a silent snap count at home uh, two weeks back. So, was, I, was, I thought
0: San Diego over the Raiders like a month ago was a great bet at, at four. I'm like, I would take them at seven, and they got smoked.
1: Yeah, sadly, I was in agreement with you, <laughs> but but I like this Rivers-led team when they're underdogs. I've said it all year. Like we you know when when people do count them out, and they. Um, so yeah, I'm not expecting Kansas City to win by more than a field goal on the road here, even though that they've clearly played better of late. But. Um, San Diego, but well, they're coming up a bye, too, right? Yes. So just give, give me the Chargers.
0: All right. I guess I'll take the Chargers. I've almost talked myself out of it. <laughs> right. All right. So now we'll go to the Sunday night game. and This is the game of the week. This is the best game of the week. Cincinnati, who was undefeated, getting four. I thought it would be three. and I think it was three for a while, but I guess not, not on this side. It I
1: was three. I looked, yeah. I looked at this morning, I, to... I think, even it was definitely three.
0: I mean, this is another primetime game. People don't like Andy Dalton in primetime, and they're going to use the Monday night game as evidence of this. I don't know if that means anything, you know, it's just small sample, tough teams. He hasn't done well. Not that the Texans were a tough team until last night, but I wouldn't uh, read too much into that. Cincinnati is a pretty balanced team, but Arizona is just good. Their secondary is good now. Palmer is arguably the best quarterback in football right now, the way he's playing. And, you know, it's kind of, I think Michael Floyd's status and John Brown's status is kind of important. If those two guys are healthy, that is a really good receiving core.
1: And Arizona is one of the better teams as far as home field. They actually, it, it has mattered to them recently. Um, yeah, all, all logic points to, to Arizona being the clearly better team. I mean, they, they look fantastic. Palmer's numbers are, are just ridiculously good. Um, but, uh, we all just saw Cincinnati lay an egg at home on prime time and Arizona go into Seattle on prime time and look really good. And Cincinnati has to travel on a short week, um, and all that stuff. Uh, but, um, that's why I'm just going to go contrarian and, and take, um, take, take take the Bengals. I'm, I'm taking the Bengals, and there's, like I said, very little logic to it. Arizona looks like the clearly superior team.
0: Well, I mean, it's funny you say that, because if, if you hadn't watched last night's game and didn't know about it, I don't know if you'd be saying that. Cincinnati was undefeated, and they've had a couple tests, right? They had Pittsburgh. Was it, wasn't Roethlisberger playing in that game? The pittsburgh Cincinnati game, he was. Oh, but it was a really crappy, horrible, sort of just random game, right? It was like back and forth. And Cincinnati won, but it was really anybody's game.
1: Yeah, and I know, I know what you're saying as far as that. They, they actually have, they do have a pretty impressive resume. This isn't like one of those uh, fraudulent teams where the, the underlying stats suggest they were getting super lucky or anything. So you do bring up a fair point there. Maybe it's just the whole Andy Dalton in and primetime type stigma, and I had to sit through that stench as someone who backed them (laughs) in Survivor, (laughs) and I'm just being overly harsh. But, um, hey, again, though, I'm the one taking them. So it's more than three points. So I'm going to try to remember the first, um, whatever, eight games they played this year and not the last one.
0: I still got to think about it. You know, tomorrow I write the beating the book column, and, you know, the hard part about the column is picking the side. It's not writing the write-up. The write-up's easy. It takes two seconds. It's picking the side. And I liked it, even though it hasn't done anything. I haven't done terribly this year with like we'd finish this podcast and I'd be set in what I wanted to pick for the most part. So the column's been really easy. But tomorrow it's going to be brutal because I don't – I feel like six of these I'm still – I am still have not decided. And I, I haven't decided about this one.
1: I, yeah, I, I think of, my favorite part of your – your uh, the comments in your column, well, there's a lot of good stuff there. But um, I, I, there's usually one about every, I don't know, four or five weeks that, that asks for you to, to pick the over-under in a column in which you pick the uh, – you the predict scores. the final score.
0: Yes, yes. I know they – they, do, they can't do the math. But, you know, I tell them not to use that as the score because I just make up a number that sounds like it's going to be that score. And once every six weeks, I actually get a score right. <laughs> you know, But, like, it doesn't – you shouldn't take it – I'm not, like, being very scientific about you're it.
1: You're not considering it as strong as the point spread or even close to it. But still, I mean, if that's how you see the game going and you're picking right. one team winning by a certain margin, you know what I mean? So, I right. mean, it's, it's, it's somewhat of a reference. Right.
0: It's, right. It would be fool, and I couldn't, like, pick – other than what I had said in the score. So, I mean, obviously, I'm going to say that. Right. right. I love people, you know, like Jeff Valiumer. Jeff Ranks, all the, um, you know, everybody for that week, the QBs, running backs, receivers. And it's the same thing when I do. would you start,
1: it, 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 he'll ask the same position between two people.
0: Yeah, he'll, he'll say, what do you really think about these two guys? <laughs> well, no, you mean not uh, the bullshit lie that I just posted for everybody to use? What I really secretly think that I'm going to use? It like, what, what do you mean, what do I really think? I, what I really think is the list that I have on the site. What else would I really think?
1: Right, and if people ask me on Twitter, uh, you know, player A or player B, and I'll say I'm leaning toward player A, and they'll they'll come back and be like, "Well, what about this reason or this for player <laughs> B?" And I'm like, "If you've already made the decision, man, don't let me talk it out of talk you out of it." It's by all means, yeah. go with what you thought.
0: They're like asking your advice than arguing with you. It's like exactly. Dude, I don't, <laughs> I don't care what you do. Like, don't, don't argue with me. Do whatever you want. yeah, All right. So last one Monday night. Uh, and I don't like this game either man. I hate this slate. I bet you I go like t- 10 and 4 on this slate. I, really- I was
1: going to say with the way things have been going for both of us cuz I agree I hate it too. Maybe it'll it'll result in a in a winning week.
0: Yeah, it's like now we're like reduced to superstition like that. It's total total <laughs> nonsense. Um, okay. Buffalo plus, I guess it's 7 at New England. I'm a little insulted by this line because New England was 7 point favorites in New York. And now right. Buffalo's only a 7 point right. underdog at New England? Screw right. that. We beat buffalo in buffalo
1: why is this spread this i, I know, yeah man. i i mean i, buffalo I guess
0: edelman's pretty,
1: out you know you know yeah dion lewis and edelman out by the way everyone run to pick up uh amandola on your fantasy team he's gonna be really good I check, um i
0: checked my waiver wires he's owned he's owned in every league i'm in already
1: yeah well he's out there in some uh, league of leagues we actually had him in a bye week pinch and i and he just was picked up. That's frustrating, but that's not PPR. But which is he'd really be a monster. But I'm I'm laying the points again, probably sucker side. Uh, but close a, a solid football team and Tyrod Taylor and they're, they're when they have McCoy and Williams healthy. I mean it's a pretty and Watkins. I mean that's a semblance of a pretty decent offense actually. But I, I'm I'm in prime time at home and it's you know not more than a touchdown. I mean especially coming off essentially. I mean, yeah, that's a win, but that's almost like a loss to New England, I mean, that's a wake-up call for them last week. So I expect their A effort. So give me the Pats.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take the Pats, too. I'm a little concerned about the offensive line, though, because you know Edelman and Deion Lewis kind of help with the offensive line because they catch so many short, quick throws by Brady, and the timing is so good between those guys. So you know, Brady's getting rid of the ball within two seconds, which helps you know, mask the offensive line deficiencies. And those guys, he knows exactly where they're going to be, and it's like perfect. And, and so it's, they're, they're really valuable in this situation. If they had a good offensive line that was healthy, I don't think the loss of those quick-hitting guys would matter as much. So, yeah, is going to be that guy, but I don't think he quite has the chemistry that Amendola he did with Edelman. No,
1: Edelman's good. Edelman's good.
0: He's, like, really good. He's better really. than Amendola, and he has more chemistry. And they had both of
1: those guys, right? They had, right.
0: They had Amendola and Edelman. So if Edelman was covered, they had another guy. And then Lewis was a third guy. So – it takes a little time to, you know, get that timing For so sure. perfect. I agree. And they need to have timing because he's not going to have time. Uh, and Buffalo's D-line hasn't played that well this year. But, you know, ostens- you know theoretically it's good. So it's, it's a bad matchup. But I just, I don't know, man. I do like to sell the Bills high off that win over the Jets. The Jets turned it over four times. Rex, like, all psyched up because they won in New York. Like, you got lucky.
1: Yeah, Rex did show a little bit of emotion. I see him come out of his shell. Um, yeah, how about I, your Giants, I thought this
0: line way? was going to be 10.
1: I had yeah, no, it 10. seems a little – it seems so – so what what are you saying? This would be almost a pick em in Buffalo?
0: Yeah, it would be New England minus one. I mean, that's what it would be. It just seems,
1: seems bizarre to me.
0: Right. I mean, New England's definitely the favorite. Now, this is a team that can hurt them because, as you said, Buffalo's offense is pretty good. You know, Tyrod Taylor can make plays with his legs. McCoy looks great. McCoy's like a top five back now. Watkins looks good. I mean, he had a bad game with a Rivas covering him, but I don't, you know, he's healthy now at least. And I think they're going to move the ball, you know, and, and so New England may have trouble with this defense, but it's a home game. New England at home is just money in the bank.
1: Yeah, no, I, yeah, you don't need to convince me what your Giants continue to just really impress um, against New England. It's unbelievable how, how, how well they play against them. I mean, obviously you don't want to hear about it because they ended up losing, but that was. Insane that drop interception and the time management and stuff you could fourth probably and go on. It was
0: fourth and ten. They had in the interception and of course it was a touchdown to Beckham. So it was just so many things.
1: Had Longest pass play um, against a Bill Belichick coached team uh, ever. Yeah, that, that first first play to Beckham. Yeah,
0: I, you know, I, so I said, why don't the Giants just play every game like they're playing the Patriots? They'd I, be a lot better. It's true. <laughs> and that, well, they do. They give it. Well, they do the giveaway part. They've gotten down. They do that for sure. Right. Anyway, I, I don't want to get into it. I mean, Mike, I don't know if you saw Mike Carey uh, in, my, in my blog. I, I posted a link to the clip. And first he says, yeah, it's not a catch. It's not a touchdown. You know, he didn't have the second foot down before losing possession. Look at the replay. He did have the second foot down. And then he goes, he, like, he kind of sees it and doesn't admit that he was wrong. He just kind of changes his tactics, And, you know, he, he hasn't really become a runner here. And then he loses the ball. Where are you going to run to, dude? It's the end zone. Why would he become a runner? There's nowhere to run. He's standing still with both feet down, clear possession. Also, he didn't drop it. If he just dropped out of his hands, then you could say, okay, he didn't, you know, fully have possession. He was bobbling it. It got knocked out, meaning he had secure, tight possession of the ball with both feet down in the end zone. The play is over, right? It doesn't matter what happens afterwards. Once once it's a touchdown, it's a touchdown. This isn't going to the ground or that bullshit. This isn't establish yourself as a runner because obviously there's nowhere to run. It's a touchdown. The play is over. It's a terrible call.
1: I would make a joke saying that's odd because Mike Carey's usually so very good at his job, but um yeah, Mike in Carey. His de- I'm kidding. He's yeah. he's not very good at all. But he in his defense, uh why can't we just change the rule and make a catch a catch? I mean, it's
0: Because this is why. Because because of instant replay, okay? It used to be a catch is a catch if a ref sees it. obviously there were criteria like you had to have both feet down in bounds, right? But besides that, it was like, okay, in terms of the catch, if you have both feet down and seem to have possession, it's good. But with the advent of replay, you see, now you need to have a basis for overturning calls. So you can't just say, I, I know it when I see it. There has to be specific criteria for what constitutes a catch, right? Replay is the problem. You can't have replay and not have criteria. All this lawyering of what a catch is is just because of replay. If there's no replay, obviously the ref just calls it like PI there. It's horrible, but they just say, yeah, it's PI. There's no, you know, there's like, Oh, did he have his head turned? But there's not like this specific, it's like the ref knows it when he sees it. And and with the catch, it should be that way. But because it's reviewable, there has to be a standard on which to review it. And that has destroyed the catch. It's replay that has caused this problem.
1: Yeah, no, I hear you. you know, Definitely is a, you, you brought up in your, in your column, it, it, it's some advantages, but there's definitely some negatives. Um, I just,
0: I think they should do away with it. I do think Andrew Laird had this idea. You put a chip in the ball. I mean, it's not the first person probably to have it. So like things like where the ball spotted. You know, like did he cross the plane of the goal line? There's a chip in the ball. Like it's just the thing dings or it doesn't when it gets to the goal line. You know, and that that's easy. That stuff.
1: Yeah, got it. All
0: right, so let's go over these. Um, we read the rules on a different podcast, but let's go over the our our five picks. I think I think we're gonna go what Bears.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm on board,
0: and then we're gonna go with the uh, Cowboys.
1: Uh, if you want to go there, you you mentioned I'm okay with the Cowboys, but you mentioned also the um, Ravens, Eagles, and Packers were the ones you kind of mentioned.
0: Yeah, what do we have? Six or five?
1: Well, I, I mean, there's also I mean, is Patriots too obvious? I mean, do you think too many people be on them?
0: I mean, who cares? You know? I mean. We just got to get it right. We don't. We can't. We can't be paying attention to that.
1: And what about my uh, my Seahawks? My my against the Forty Nineers <laughs> again. What about them? You, you don't. I, I I don't. I don't think I would make I, that a, a best bet. I, I just. I'm 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 going to bat for it. You, okay, just like last week. Okay. Yeah, Seahawks are right. Seahawks are. Uh, we're going Seahawks. We're going Bears, and then well, go, ahead, sucks, and like go ahead.
0: If we were if we were like ten games over five hundred or twelve games over five hundred right now. There'd be, like, a lot at stake if you were going to bat for a team. It would be, like, a big thing to do that. Right. And it's, like, no big deal to go to bat. It's, like, I'm going to bat for it. Who cares? Who cares if you're wrong?
1: All no, right. I'm going to bat for it.
0: All right. It's fine. So we're going Seahawks. Uh, we're going, what, Ravens?
1: Sure. I mean, Seahawks I don't Bears, really like the Ravens that
0: much. I like them a little bit.
1: What about Eagles?
0: I like the Eagles kind of. Kind of. I, okay. I, I would go – I don't like the Seahawks, but, I mean, I like them a little. But I'll go Eagles – Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Bears, Bears,
1: and we just need one one more. So you're going Seahawks, right? So there's Ravens, Either Packers, Packers or Patriots, Ravens,
0: Patriots. I think the Patriots are my favorite out of those. I'll go Patriots as the fifth.
1: Okay, so as of now, barring a change, Cowboys, Eagles, Bears, Seahawks, and and Pats
0: done. All right. All right, let's do better. We got to, you know, whatever. I'm not even gonna like give you a pep talk on this shit. This is a joke.
1: That that has five and zero written all over it.
0: <laughs> five and zero. You think? I think it's got two and three. I think we're gonna go two and
1: three this week. Well, it'll be an improvement from last week. All right, I, I'm now like more invested in being
0: right about the prediction than I am about actually getting the games right.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a sad state of affairs. sad, sad year by us. But come on, there's still it's time. It's not over.
0: Up, but... Yeah, we got seven weeks, dude. Thirty-five right. and zero. Here we go. All right, Dalton. Thanks for doing it, and we will see what happens next week.
1: All right. Thanks, Liz.
0: All right. it's Chris Liz. We're talking to Dalton Del Don of Yahoo Sports. This is the East Coast Offense Podcast. If you like what you hear, you can always subscribe at rotowire.com slash pod. Thanks for listening.
1: Napa, no.